All right, hi everyone. Hello. This is Emily. This is Jamie. And we got Emily with us. <laughs> yes, there are two of us two at the Emily's. library. Um, for those of you who don't know, but this is just a quick intro. We're gonna actually turn it over to Emily Milan, the assistant director, to do a update, let you know what's going on with the library, um, and say a quick thank you to our partners in the town. So we will be back, or Emily will be back, and then the music will play, and then we'll be back. All right, see you soon. Hi everybody, this is Emily Milan. I'm the assistant director at Brooks Free Library and this is my very first time on the podcast. <laughs> I'm really excited to be here. Um, I get to listen to the podcast all the time, but this is the first time I've actually um, been a part of making uh, an episode. So I'm really excited to be here. I wish it was under different circumstances, I'll admit, because I'm here to talk about some of the changes going on right now as the library is currently closed. Um, for the coronavirus outbreak that our community is um, working really hard to flatten that curve and, and keep everybody healthy and safe. So first I just wanted to say a quick thank you to our town administration um, and our health department for all the guidance that they've been providing to different town departments. It's been really helpful to have um, those area experts in health and wellness to guide us through this process because it's uncharted territory for most of us. Um, so to that end, we've had to make some changes. The library is currently closed to the public. We do still have staff working in the building and we're working on all kinds of things like this podcast and um, cleanup of collections and uh, deep cleaning of our building, all sorts of things are going on. And we're gonna try and keep you updated on those through our social media accounts. But we thought we would just do a general overall um, overview of some of the things that have changed. So right now you can't come in to pick up your holds, but those holds that were waiting for you are all still on the hold shelf. Yay. So when we reopen, you'll be able to come back in and pick those up. What CLAMS, our consortium has essentially done is frozen those holds so that they will stay on the hold shelf until you come in. And, um, any of the things that you're waiting on, you're still going to, they're going to save your place in line. Um, and as soon as libraries start to reopen and we turn those holds back on, we unfreeze them, they'll start coming in for you again, just like, just like magic. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that CLAMS did to try and help out library users, they have uh, extended expiration dates. So if your library card was set to expire um, in the next couple of months, they've actually extended all of those for 60 days. And they'll look at that again if they have to in the future. But for right now, if you were approaching your expiration date on your library card, you don't have to worry about it. We've extended those. Um, and I'll talk about cards that have already expired in just a minute. The other thing that CLAMS has done and we're really, really grateful for, um, they've made a little change in our system so that when items come back and we begin checking things in, we'll be waiving any fines that are accrued on those items that came back late. And they've extended the due date um, until April the 16th um, for all of the items that were currently checked out. And I, I brought this number with me because I think it's fascinating. Did you know that when this all um, started to happen and unfold at the end of last week, there were 76,000 
893 items checked out to Clams no patrons across the Cape. Isn't oh that awesome? Gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So 76,000 items um, were checked out to patrons, and they just did a big batch uh, renewal, and they re- they changed all of the due dates for those 76,000 items um, to April the 16th. So, and again, we'll look at that again in the future if we need to. But for right now, you don't need to worry about accruing fines. You don't need to be re- worry about returning things. Just uh, do what's right for you. Stay home. Be safe. Uh, take care of yourselves. And don't worry about those things. So meanwhile, here in our library, we've had to implement some changes as well. One change that we made is we are no longer checking in books. So books that are being dropped off in the book drop are um, going to just kind of sit in quarantine for a little while until we start checking those back in at some point in the future. Again, don't have to worry about any fines or the due dates on those items. We'll take care of that when we start checking in items again. Um, we've moved to a digital resource sharing model only. So we're not circulating any physical materials, but we have our entire e-library out there for you to access, which includes um, books, movies, television shows, comics, audiobooks, music. What, am I forgetting anything? Lots of stuff. Magazines. Magazines. Yeah, we have magazines, children's books. Yeah. Reports. Yep, um, all of our genealogy, local yep. history. Yeah, all of our all of our resources that are on our e-library are available at home. Um, so you have access to those. We've also increased our monthly checkouts um, using Hoopla. So Hoopla is a fabulous resource. If you haven't checked it out yet, check it out. It's an app you can download for your phone, and it has um, fantastic graphic novels, I've found personally. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a huge graphic novel person, but I have found several on Hoopla and really enjoyed reading them. Um, but they also have audiobooks and regular books and um, movies and music and all sorts of things. So we've, ex- we've, um, we've increased patron checkouts to 10 a month instead of five. And again, we'll reevaluate that as time goes on and see if we need to increase those limits even more. Uh, Ann Carpenter, our youth services librarian, is working on a new resource um, called Tumble Books. Mm-hmm. We had Tumble Books before, and... Um, it's a great platform for kids of all different reading levels, and they actually have been so kind to libraries and offered us a free 30-day subscription to their service during all of the library closures across the country. So we are working on getting that all set up, and it will probably be on our website um, in the next 24 to 48 hours, and you'll be able to access that. So that's really cool. And um, we have a fun challenge in store for you guys. We are partnering with the Harwich Fire Department for a Fired Up for Reading challenge. And we're going to be getting the info out about that as the week goes on. But it's a reading challenge for both children and adults. You can log the amount of time that you're reading while you're home, um, as well as logging other activities such as going for walks, um, following recipes from recipe books, um, uh, doing a craft, all of those things that you're at home doing. You're going to be able to log those activities in your time reading. And a lucky winner from um, both the under 18 and the over 18 categories, one from each category, will get to be chief for a day. And you're going to get to go get um, a one-on-one tour at the Harwich 
Fire Station 2 in East Harwich, as well as a ride on Engine 68 and um, an opportunity to, to get to know our fire department a little better. So we're so excited to be partnering with them to offer that challenge to our community, and we hope that you take advantage. Uh, one last thing, if you're not already a library user, your library card has expired or your library card has been blocked for some reason, just give us a call. We're working with everyone on a one-on-one -on -one basis to clear those things up so that you have access to these digital resources um, while we're all taking this little break from normal programming. <laughs> all right, that's it for me. Thanks for having me. Thank you. So this is actually a really interesting episode because we did it in yes. chunks and pieces. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, well, thank you for, for Emily um, for her input and yes. all this um, information. I hope um, I hope it was comprehensive for you all. And um, we will continue to update you with, um, with any additional details as we as we go. <laughs> yes, you may see mm -hmm. that recording pop up again in later episodes that yes. we do. And we also will update it when we have updates, like Jamie said. Mm -hmm. So keep an eye out on the podcast we're really going to be relying on on it a lot going forward i mean it's the radio yeah and it's, it's going to be our the best way that we can contact you other than our social media accounts um this will probably give you a little bit more context and everything like that so yeah. what we've been going on um we're still going to try and maintain normalcy as possible when it comes to our podcast but we have a lot of plans in the works yeah that, we're probably um, gonna be posting more honestly yeah we're definitely going to be posting more, episodes. more. Um, i'll record tomorrow if so you yeah so will i <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys, what have you been doing to relax during this? Yes, we were, we were just, just talking, talking about this. I I was saying about how I saw something online. It's like relax your shoulders, take your tongue away from the roof of your mouth. You know, just pay attention to, you know, how you're feeling at this point. You know, yeah. bodily wise, because that just you know. Go for a walk uh, yes, if you are able to. Go for a walk. Watch some. Watch your favorite movie. I've been watching Downton Abbey. Yes, you've been watching Downton Abbey. <laughs> I love Downton Abbey. Great. I've been rewatching Lost. It's good. <laughs> so, like, any any interesting ways that you've been redirecting your stress, or maybe maybe you're very good at handling stress, and yeah. you, you are just kind of going with the flow like a tumbleweed. Good on you. Share with us your secrets, please. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm pretty tumbleweed, honestly. I usually most I of am. the time, but um, I, I think I have I different think, stressors with this thing. I, yeah, I think we're also in a very weird times right now. Yeah. So um, this has never happened in our lifetime before, no, and I guarantee you, it's probably not going to happen again. So I, know. I found myself wishing that my grandmother was alive right now, so oh, really? I could talk to her because yeah. she, I mean, like she went through the tail end of the depression, through World War II, like through big, big things that changed and shook yeah. the fabric of the country and how how everything operated. So I'm like, I wish she was here so I could talk to her because maybe she has words of wisdom. I know. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, again, I don't think really anyone for a really long time now has experienced anything like this, even, yeah. even with the Great Depression. I mean, yeah. you know, you could still go to your local library and check out a book, which I'm very sorry that you can't do yeah. <laughs> right now. But, uh, it's but just, you know what you can do, guys? Yes. You can profit from our knowledge. Books. You can benefit from us. Yes, you can benefit from our our weird knowledge, and you can. Is it weird though? Is it? No. Just, well, I I just know a lot of really obscure things. That librarians I are rare <laughs> <laughs> <bear> birds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but okay so today actually this yes. ties in lovely like this conversation um mm-hmm. so on my first day of library school not my first day more or less close enough whatever this is the point of the story on my first day <laughs> of library school i walk in and the professor you know shuffles into class sits down looks at all of us and says so let me teach you about crap <laughs> i am not kidding you um that's exactly how it went down <laughs> and honestly this has probably been one of the most useful tools that i've had in school in mm-hmm. life in my job um the crap test uh c-r-a-a-p the crap test that is the actual name of it you can google it look it up it's all over the place and I think now is probably a time when this test is so applicable and so useful and so great to have in your back pocket. So you can just yank it out whenever you want and be like, hmm, I'm going to evaluate that. Yeah. So part of what we do as information professionals is evaluate how useful, how accurate, how scholarly something is. And for something to be scholarly and accurate and, you know, have value it doesn't necessarily have to be written in a peer-reviewed journal Mm -hmm. that's not you know the great indicator that you know we have to apply this test to things written in these types of materials no you can use this test on facebook on instagram on the news you watch on tv and that's what's great about it so jamie and i worked together mostly jamie (laughs) today worked to break apart a workshop that we had um about a month back a media literacy workshop that we did with the Cape Cod Community Media Center. By the way, we're going to be having that again. So if any of this sounds interesting to you, please sign up for mm-hmm. it and please come back because once we reopen, honestly, this thing is one of my favorite workshops to give. I had so much fun doing it. But Jamie helped me pull it apart today just so we could focus on the parts that are going to be really useful to you. And that's the crap test yep. for everything you see floating around about COVID-19. So where do we start? Let's actually start with some information about news sources. So I know I go on Twitter a lot and I see, you know, so-and-so influencer, like Vanessa Hudgens talking about how they canceled Coachella this year and why did they do that? That's such, you know, like she's... So (laughs) I'm sure you have seen things too. You see, you know, celebrities or people with md after their name posting things online like hey if you take a sip of onion juice at 3 a.m you're safe from catching covid19 jamie you saw like a whole bunch of buzzfeed things about this so please take it away if you want me to take over um First of all, thank you to BuzzFeed for compiling this fantastic list. Um, I just pretty much pulled it off of one of their websites. Um, I think it was called basically compiling all of the misinformation that's being spread about coronavirus and how to treat it. Um, the most important thing that like it came up right up there for before you even treat coronavirus is proving whether or not you do have coronavirus. And um, this was uh, uh, talked about on John Oliver, um, but basically um, someone was saying that you can hold your breath for 10 seconds, and if you can do that, you're fine. You don't have coronavirus. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even know how to comment on that, so I'm just going to continue and go on with all of these You can't scams. see me, but I'm smiling. No. But it's not my happy <laughs> smile. It's, no, it's my... Like... <laughs> 
grimace <laughs> more than a smile. Yes. Um, and so I'll just go through. These are all basically... Things that have been floated around that, with yes. tons of retweets that yes. have picked up and mm-hmm. gone viral yeah, and about some the virus. Them, yeah, and a, a couple of them include, you know, just are just clever ways to sell products, which is really, really just gross to me. <laughs> um, so um, one of the big things that I saw was someone was, I'm not going to also name names, by the way. I, I named John Oliver just for, you know, crediting the, the fact that he reported on such a thing, but I'm not going to focus on specific people because I know, you know, certain political leanings can be um, can be kind of difficult, but unfortunately these are all coming from people all across the board. Um, anti-coronavirus toothpaste. That does not... You brush with it, you don't you catch it. You brush with it, and apparently it, or it kills it. kills... kills Because uh, that's how it works, right? Yes, totally. You kill it. Um... We, there's gargling saline slash, um, which is basically just hot water and salts and some is, are even saying vinegar. Um, and the claim is that it's existing in, your, in just someone's throat for, I don't know, a couple days. And if you gargle with it, that'll clear you up. Mm. Um, stomach acid was another big thing. that apparently if you just drink a lot of water, your stomach acid will kill coronavirus. It will not. Um, COVID-19. I, I should be calling it COVID-19. It's not... It is a, no, coronavirus, it is a coronavirus, but it is COVID-19. It is, yes, and that's COVID-19. actually a good distinction to make when you're searching for stuff yes. online. Use the name of it because mm-hmm. coronavirus is an umbrella term for other things like the common cold and the flu. Mm-hmm. Um, another clever way to try and um, boost selling is immunity-boosting products. Um, again, that, that may help you uh, fight off... Uh, the common cold, maybe, or, you know, just in general, you know, overall, I, I don't even think it would fight fight off. It would basically just arm your body with better, you know, ways of, of protecting yourself against these things. It, it, just, it doesn't work. It, you know, they're, yeah. they're selling it like it is. Um, and, you know, they're doing it in a way that's misin- misinforming people. And then um, inhaling hot air with a hairdryer. Please don't do that. You can get hurt. Please doing don't. That. You can you can burn your mouth. It's it's just you're gonna cause more problems than than what it would. Uh, don't be the worth. reason they add another warning to the warning label. Yeah. I think is the yeah. I don't know if there's a warning label for. <laughs> I think there are. It's like <laughs> don't gotta, don't handle yeah. this. What it's the little like don't yeah, put near right. a bathtub. Don't don't inhale uh, the hot air from it. And then the last one, which is just the kicker, is um, it's a silver solution that yes. uh, someone was actually selling on their website. That it's it's similar to the saline. It was the idea of gargling it in order to kill off the bacteria or something. Um, it's just. There's a lot. I mean, and these are these are things that like um, that were found with a simple Google search, and there's going to be a lot more as this continues to go on. Right. Um, people are going to want to come up with simple ways to fix it, and you know, it's it's like these advertisements that you see, like you know, doctors hate this person because they found this information. Clickbait. And it's it's clickbait. It's exactly clickbait, which is something we're going to be talking about further. But you know, just. To name a few things out there right now, um, and you know most of these things are pretty self-explanatory. Um, right. I mean, you're probably sitting there thinking, "Of course, well, of course, I wouldn't do that, yeah. Emily and Jamie. Why yeah. would I put a hairdryer near my mouth? <laughs> I'm I I understand how things work. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. But here's the thing: 
There are all different types of news out there, yeah. and it's really hard to know what you're viewing and what you're consuming. Especially with immediate news Especially now. with immediate news now. So mm. there's news that's... It's biased news. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I hate to say that, but there's, there's outlets... And every, there's no way to be 100% unbiased. Mm. There is no absolute way to do that. So everything is going to have one leaning or another that it's going to serve. It could be a political leaning. It could be an ideological. It could be anything, Mm -hmm. but they're going to have potentially a bias. So you have to look at that. There's news that is purposefully misleading, Mm. like Jamie said, to sell things. There's straight up, I hate cannot stand this term but there's straight up fake news news that is false that is made up for whatever reason to manipulate other people Mm -hmm. and it's normally emotionally charged and really splashy and you know right now everyone is scared everyone and they prey on that they prey on fear yep and then there's also news that it's supposed to be satirical it's supposed to be funny it's supposed to make you laugh but some people don't realize that and it gets spread Mm -hmm. and then it gets misattributed and then it turns into looking like it's from a legitimate source absolutely And another thing that's going to happen as this goes on is you're going to see filter bubbles more defined, Mm -hmm. I think. And what a filter bubble is, basically we all live in them. Mm -hmm. If you're on social media, if you're on Facebook, if you're on Instagram, if you're on Twitter, any of them, you live in a filter bubble where you see the things that their algorithms want you to see. Even if you have all your privacy settings on and all your security locked down and it's not associated with your main email account, it doesn't matter. It still learns what you click on. What I think it was, if you stop for like 0.5 of a second, Instagram clocks that Yes. and sends you ads based on that. So 0.5 of a second, think of that. Your feed is going to show you facts, videos, brands, of things and opinions of people that you like. Mm Or and, even, you know, um, political leanings. Or that make you uncomfortable. Or that, yes, and that are that are built to make you uncomfortable because you stop for those 0.5 seconds that, yep. you know, so that ads. an advertisement may or may not be able to sell you. You're going to live in your little world that it builds for you, and you're mm-hmm. not going to see the same things that your friends see. I mean, we were talking about this today. Like, we could post two stories back-to-back yes. on our website, one of kids' programs, one of adult programs while this is going on. You're only going to see the kids' programs if all you ever click on is our kids' stuff. You're only going to see the adult things if you only ever click on the adult things in our Facebook page. So your feeds are only going to reflect your interests that you've expressed already. And with the way data is, you know, unfortunately bought and sold between Mm -hmm. entities now, they have a pretty good picture of what you look at outside of Facebook. And this is why the crap test is useful. Yes. All right. So you can look at stuff. You can look at anything and apply this to it. And so I'm going to go through just what each letter stands for. And then we're going to break it down a little bit and talk a little more specifically. So the crap test. Crap standing for C, currency. R, relevance. A, authority. A, accuracy. P, purpose. That's crap. Okay. So what do I mean by currency? Currency is the timeliness of this info. Now, in this situation, stuff is coming out every hour and stuff is blowing up every hour on what's useful. Yesterday, what was it? Like, don't take ibuprofen was popular. Today, well, maybe ibuprofen is okay. Currency has to do with can you find a timestamp, a date? When was this information written on the thing you are looking at? If you cannot find that information on the page or on the post or anywhere associated with it 
nix it from your list. Mm. It's probably not reliable. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, just, uh, you know, thinking about taking a step back, if you're looking for information on something... You want the most recent. You want the most recent and you want the most up-to-date. If you can't find a viable date, you don't know whether or not this is even... When was it ...relevant. And, yeah, when, when was this updated, so... And most websites have this, like, down at the bottom yes. in the little copyright area. You'll see, like, copyright such-and-such such date. Mm-hmm. Um, blog posts will have it maybe in the top right corner or underneath the title. Yeah. Newspapers tend to have it um, online... Blogs tend to have it. So there are ways to find timestamps. If you need help with that, you can always call us. We're happy to double check for you. But that's currency. That's your first point of contact when you're looking at something. The next thing you want to skitter over to is relevance. How relevant is this information to you? Does it tell you what you are looking for? If I googled brown cats does it give me brown cats or does it just give me cats in general or does it give me specifically lions or cats versus dogs is it giving me what i'm searching for how relevant is it to what i need next is authority who wrote this and this is a really hard one because Mm. people can put whatever they like after their names there's no accountability on the internet no one's going around and checking saying oh you don't have those credentials you didn't go to that university that doesn't happen so you have to do that yourself you have to look at them and see okay i see this name they say they're a doctor can i find that hospital can i find that university that they say they went to okay what else have they posted hey it looks like they've been you know posting on these dentists hate her because she did such and such you know like you have to go and poke through and see these people's credentials and be able to verify them Mm. like it's one thing to say you know i went to such and such university out in the middle of nowhere blah 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 now i'm going to be an expert on blue chairs well if you go and see okay well that university does exist but maybe it's only been around for five years um maybe, i don't think maybe so maybe they didn't graduate from such like, a university maybe authority maybe is an important thing <laughs> don't trust everyone just based on what their credentials say in their bylines or in their tags yeah be be suspicious mm-hmm. i know that's kind of terrible to say but be suspicious of them and what they say they are because anyone can say they're anyone and anyone can make their website look like it's from a .edu or a .gov, like, it's possible to do that. That's how certain phishing attacks happen and things like that. So that's how malware can spread as well. But just be cautious when you're looking and check up on people. Like, definitely double check them. After authority, you're going to look at the accuracy. How reliable and correct is the information? Does it seem like it's, you know, actually fully flushed out? information or is it just copy paste of something else bits and pieces um it ties close to relevancy accuracy but you know look at it make sure that your article about about brown cats consistently stays about brown cats Mm -hmm. and doesn't veer off wildly into porcupines okay um and last up p purpose What is the reason this information exists? And this is why I mentioned before the different biases in news, Mm -hmm. um, filter bubbles, purpose. Why does it exist? Why did someone write this? Why did someone feel compelled to post this? Because that's a hard thing to judge, I think. And it's hard to get beyond personal views sometimes when you're looking at things. But if you're looking at things critically, 
and you see, okay, someone wrote this to shock. Yeah. Someone and wrote this to spike fear. Someone wrote this to push their side and their agenda or mm -hmm. their item that they're selling. If it's doing any of those things, if it's leaning too far one way or another, it, it's probably not reliable. Mm -hmm. If any of these, it's not, if all of these steps fail, then it's not reliable. If it's any of these steps fail, it is not reliable. Mm. Now, currency may be a little less so in certain cases, like if it's an encyclopedia article about, I don't know, pangolins. Yeah. Okay, maybe if it's not the most current research on pangolins, that's okay. But in this situation, particularly relating to COVID-19, remember the crap test. And if any single point fails on a post, on a news article, on someone speaking on the eight o'clock news tonight, if any of it fails, Double check it. Absolutely. Like, go yeah. go after find it and pursue the source. truth. Mm -hmm. Like the truth is out there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we actually we all we have a good list here too of fact checkers, um, and but you can also do this on your own too. I mean, really, just you know, it's a matter of searching for such you know a, a big thing right now is these major headlines that sound really nice, and then when you read the fine print, it's a little bit more information, but. Um, you know, I mean, it's the most important thing is to, you know, once you find this information, can you find another website, maybe on the opposite political field as you, maybe on, you know, on more centrist views or maybe, you know, completely different um, than, than maybe what your views are and see what else they're saying on, about such um, such information as well. I mean, with all of all of this um, that's been coming out, uh, you know, with all these this incorrect um, it's misinformation. It's misinformation. misinformation. I mean, it really is, you know, there's a lot of other additional places out there that are is calling out how incorrect this information is. And unfortunately, um, those places get drowned out because yes. of filter bubbles. Yes. You don't see it because those aren't the things that get yeah. retweets or it's tags only, or it's likes only when on Facebook. You seek out information is when you can uh ensure Truly that you can validate. protect yourself yeah so um another thing if you're if you're kind of at a loss for that there's actual fact checkers that we would really suggest that you would check out snopes um, snopes i always use um very use well known very time. reliable very reliable very centrist it's you know it, it breaks down everything and it gives you the reason why it's incorrect and it, and it grieves your reason why the information is correct um all sides was really cool too. Um, yeah, I was all sides into is fantastic. That one. That's awesome because it shows you um, every single um, possible angle that you could t look at such information, um, depending on political life. And it tells you and like fields. where the source is coming from, like exactly. what side of the field it's playing from, so you yeah. know. And then the, just the general fact check. I mean, that's yeah, fact check dot org. Fact check dot org um, is great. And um, we have we had Politi facts. I mean, that's not gonna, that's not really important right now. I think political wise. Mm -hmm. Um, it could be good if you're seeing be... things coming across your dashboard that uh, yes. that sound alarming it, to you. Yes, or, or sounds like that have certain politicians. I mean, let's also is, go on and say that you know these are. This is a good thing to hand hang on to for when we pick up yes. at the primaries again. Yep. So exactly. these are good things to have in your pocket for future events that are going to yes, happen. Yes. This is just you know we're focusing. But on... But right now, COVID nineteen. Yeah, we're apply focusing... all to COVID nineteen. Exactly, focusing on COVID nineteen. But this really can be used in any kind of possible uh, way of, of gaining information on a certain topic um, uh, and you're not going to be an expert the first time you no, do it you're, no, no, you're no. really like it's going to take a little bit to figure out how to do this this is you know critical thinking it's not something that we 
that on average I think everyone applies in their day-to-day life mm. because certain jobs need it certain jobs you need a different type of critical exactly. thinking or you, you have a different way of doing things but for library professionals this is what we do as a mm. daily living so if you ever have a question about something or if you apply the crap test to it if you just look at it and you're like I'm not sure call us We'll double check it for you and let you know how accurate we think it is. We are your personal fact checker. I love fact checking, honestly. It's really fun. (laughs) Give us problems. I really enjoy, you know. My mind stagnates without challenge. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And can we talk a little bit, like, I mean, so, you know, all of this is really great, but it's hard when you get into, like, social media. So, you know, it's a lot of times, you know, these viral things that are happening right now, um, are, viral doesn't mean reliable. And it doesn't mean, re- doesn't mean reliable. Good. And, you know, for it's I, a lot of things I saw were tweets, which um, they would they will claim something, but not link to any sort of evidence and article. Yep. And instead of reading further into what the claim is, it's immediately retweeted by someone who believes in the right. on their side. And then right? it blows so up. I think that's that's another thing, though, too, is that, yes, well, you know, this is really important. It's also good to to think you know take a step back for yourself too and say you know wow that's really shocking to me um why don't i research it before i share it right um that's a, that's a major that's a that's a reason why a lot of this misinformation is spe- spread is because um it's you know, so easy this, to hit that retweet yes, button or hit that yes, like button because on it's Facebook. emotional and it's it's emotional and it's like oh you know i'm really angry about this i'm going to share it immediately without um you know, looking into considerations that this could be false or misinformation or, you know. And let's take it a step further than that, honestly. Like, for a situation like this, I know most of you probably already know this. This is nothing new, but if you're relying on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and any other social media platform for your news about Mm. COVID-19, please do yourself a service and go check established news sources yes just go check them to see what they're saying go check your town website in Mm -hmm. particular go check your local library's website but government cdc Mm -hmm. the who the world health organization check those websites because they are the ones who are putting out the most accurate information particularly the government websites yes the international websites like who um look at them they are where you want your information from not honestly like not not even a local newspaper it's not going to be as reliable as the most recent update on the cdc Mm -hmm. it's just not it can do the best it can and that's great if it's a good newspaper that sources itself and does its homework but for information like this when things are spreading so quickly and updating by the hour Rely on the CDC. Yes. Rely on the institutions that have been built and trained and have people who know what they're doing with this to give you the accurate information and the right ways to treat this, to prevent it, to protect yourself, to you know, to go through a checklist of what you need in your house. Mm. Rely on them because they're not going to use alarmist language. They're not going to make you feel like you need to go out and buy 50 rolls of toilet paper. They're not going to, you know, tell you one thing one minute and then another thing another minute that's completely contradictory without giving an explicit explanation as to why everything has changed so Mm -hmm. rely on them they are your 
they are your lighthouses Absolutely. in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, not Facebook, not Twitter. And honestly, I know like it's hard because your family is on those websites, and and you know honestly, you, keep using them. Yeah. It's fine, but it's okay to I use think, them, but don't rely on them. Yeah, I think that's a problem though too. Is that you know it's easy, it's easy to get your news from from these websites because it's there and it's front of in front of you, and you're um, already on searching, um, you know, and maybe not even seeking out news, but it's just gonna pop up in your feed because that's just how. Um, how these algorithms make it out to be, and yeah. and know, I know it's, it's everywhere too. And it's everywhere. It's everywhere, and you're but exhausted. Like, you know, it's that's a big thing. It's just you know, it's exhausting, and it's exhausting work, and it's um, you know, just to help alleviate your stresses and your friends' stresses and your families, um, without you know sharing something without fully understanding what it is that you're you're talking about. Um, you know, the second that you see something. Seek out, seek it out uh, from a source, like like we've mentioned. That, before um, you like it, before you before like it, before you do any before actions you re- with it, uh, reshare it, retweet it, reblog it, whatever you know, social media you're using. Um, it is. I mean, it's something that's um, um, that we all really have to start doing um, now and into the future, no matter what subject it's on. Um, this is, you know, it's it's a it's a this is a very 21st century problem what, what that we're the, going to have to saying? continue to check you yourself know. before yes. you wreck yourself <laughs> exactly yeah i mean i've i've even done it before i, I know think. it's not meant for that but yeah it's true i mean but yeah i mean i remember um i was going to university of vermont and there was some satirical article about how we were gonna have like the worst winter in the world yeah. and it was like you know it wasn't it wasn't that dramatic but it was basically like you know it was it was my first year in Vermont. I, I knew the winters were crazy, but then mm. I saw like, oh, it's gonna be minus fifty degrees for like a week. Yep. And I was like, oh my gosh! So I shared it right away, and then you know, give me, give me an hour until I realized, oh, this is actually a satirical. Not not actually <laughs> true. No, and it wasn't it wasn't you know something name brands um it, like a or a big well known um satirical website, but it was still you know. I think we've all done it at one point, and it's just, um, you know, it's good to learn from these mistakes and, and take um, take yeah. all of this misinformation seriously, because it really is, um, you know, we want you all to be and safe and healthy. And regular news, not even just misinformation, no. but also yes. regular news, too. Take yeah. it all seriously. But we want you all to be safe and healthy. I mean, these, you know, these, these examples of... Um, of fighting this disease is um, they're extreme it's extreme and it's all it's doing is putting people in danger and we don't want that for you we love Uh, our patrons and we love you know everyone we miss you guys we We miss you guys so much but we're Um, actually getting so much stuff done so yes (laughs) honestly like yeah i mean you know i mean we can talk about this in the future too and we will continue to keep we will. updated there'll but be some facebook really, live videos of us doing what we yeah, actually are doing we're taking advantage of this opportunity when our collection is staying in one place to be able to really sit down and evaluate what we have to organize things um and to just keep on you know doing what we can behind the scenes so that when you all come back here um at one point and i promise you i'm sure it will happen soon you know I don't know we don't have a date yet but um when when um when things start to get moving and and um back to normal again as normal as we can be after all of this um hopefully it'll be coming in with a really organized clean and you know very prepared library staff i think yeah Um, all right 
Thank you, my guys. Um, just to recap before we go, though. Yes. C. Currency. Timeliness of the info. R. Relevance. How the info fits your needs. A. Authority. The source who wrote this. A. Accuracy. Reliability and correctness of the info. P. Purpose. The reason that it exists. And that is crap.